got 31 provisional licenses. Um, we are doing, as uh, as we have in the past and will continue to do in the future, these individually, discuss and vote individually, given these are the first time that these entities are coming in front of the commission. So uh, if you're ready, I think I'm ready. Okay. Um, you Leah, you're out, you're out of, Leah, you're out, you're out of order. Leah, I, 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 I don't want to have to ask security. I do not want to ask security to remove you, Leah. Uh, we are we are we are we are adjourned for 15 minutes. We we are adjourned for 15 minutes.
Hey y'all, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bum up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing and you find yourself coming around often... Please become a Patreon supporter of this podcast and support us. By supporting us, this house helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash I see sativa podcasts. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Howdy y'all. Hope you guys are having a very good one. Mrs. Sativa here joining you from legal Massachusetts, the heartland of America. So if you didn't catch that cold open, I highly recommend you do. Um, so our, as I've been railing against and as I've been railing about our cannabis control commission that's been tasked with, with, with overseeing the, the implementation of, of licenses throughout the state are, are stacked to the deck with prohibitionists and, and people that only want to restrict and limit and, and drag their feet on this. One one brave woman, one brave badass decided that she was sick and tired of their nonsense and their bullshit and their foot dragging. Leah Daniels was that person, was that woman, that African-American woman who, who you just heard talk for eight minutes, who did everything by the books and everything she was supposed to do to 
to to get her license, her economic empowerment license that was supposed to help out people disproportionately affected by the war on, on, on drugs and that were victims of the drug war get first crack at, at starting a new cannabis business in the in the legal adult use market. Leah had done everything by the book and this 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 cannabis control commission's restricting and limiting scheme has as as I've been saying so many people have had to have had to close shop in and withdraw from the process because of the foot dragging because of the 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 amount of fees the amount of red tape with with, with local municipalities and and so many people they they so many people don't, they don't even make it to this part they 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 rent the property and then they have the property on hold for on months for months trying to square away everything so they can get through this process and they can eventually be granted a license by the CCB but many many people many people they don't make it they don't make it they they either they 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 quit entirely or and and as a result it just leaves it so uh, the legal market is just people collected to millions of bucks but it's just it's so egregious and wrong what 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 happened to her she did everything by the books and she she had to wait 610 days for she's been waiting 610 days because of the foot dragging and the incompetence of this restrict and limit scheme. If you were watching the video version of this, which I I'll put in the, in the description, the, the commissioners, the, the other commissioners and the head commissioner was like, was, was threatening to sort of call security and, and they took a 15 minute break. And the only person that stayed and listened to the entire to Leah's entire speech was our, our brave and awesome commissioner, commissioner title that's always been on the side of the people and that hasn't been a staunch prohibitionist and restrictor limiter like 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 the other tone deaf com- commissioners that just don't get it. And I mean, normally I normally I don't read too many like dumb like internet comments, but there were some internet in, internet comments that 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 were worth reading that I'm going to read right now. So, okay, this is on Reddit. I'm on Leah's side. We all knew a bunch of rich white Wall Street bros were going to make bank off this while black people are probably still getting put in jail for weed, which was always just an excuse to police the black community. The governor and most of the CCC don't give a shit about anyone who isn't like them or grew up or or grew up with and they don't understand oppression or margin, marginalization because they grew up as upper class white catholic men in massachusetts who went to private school and had important daddies that's that, that's so spot on that's that's what most of these restrict and limiters are and the women in the commission I, t- I talked about Commissioner McBride, who, who who's a cop, who's a cop in Blue Lives Matter sympathizer. You know, she she wants she 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 testified on a bill earlier earlier this week or earlier last week, I want to say, that was going to recriminalize um, 
cannabis done outside the uh, outside the retail space and and was going to was going to give was going to criminalize that and 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 have the cops crack down on on black market people the p- 54% of people in this state in 2016 voted to remove criminal penalties for cannabis yet you have cop cop lovers like Commissioner McBride saying that we need we need we need we need the state police to crack down on on black market folks when when this is all a result of them dragging their feet and making this process overly onerous overly expensive and overly overly hard for anyone who isn't white and male and connected to millions of of, of liquid bucks and and as 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 I did that episode last week and and talked about um what the bills that were being testified in in the state congress including that particular bill I didn't I didn't go and I didn't do a, a specific episode dedicated to that bill but I did talk about how I did talk about how the those were some of the bills I told my my state congressperson to 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 vote down but um i remember tweeting to the to commissioner title that that um let, let me look at the tweet okay so so commissioner title in the tweet said i want to commend my colleague commissioner Br- brady mcbride for testifying in favor of a task force dedicated or designed to impose civil penalties on certain illicit marijuana sellers for a couple of reasons quick thread i'm not going to re- read the thread but I'll, I'll link to the tweet so you can read all that she said but she's she's basically copying pleas for her prohibitionist blue cop lover commissioner 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 mcbride she's copying please for her and i i called that out here is my comment i respect your work but still don't agree massachusetts hasn't gotten to build a craft cannabis scene like maine or the west coast cracking down on folks not connected to millions of liquid dollars because of onerous massachusetts mmj slash adult use regulations is woefully misguided and then here was her response. I agree. To be clear, I don't support the bill as written. No, but you're still copying pleas for this bill. I'm sorry, you are. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call a spade a spade here. And I agree a broad crackdown right now would be misguided and premature. But that doesn't contradict anything I said. But, but why, why, why is she sort of in support of the task force? If she doesn't, if she doesn't like the bill as it is, why is she supporting the the task force to begin with instead of questioning the entire premise? You know, again, copying pleas for the rest of the commission. I think, I think, I think this bill is going to actually pass. And I because when you have a commissioner testifying to state to our state legislature, I mean, she's an elected official, so they're going to give her opinion a bit more weight than all the other citizens that re- that gave um, verbal and written testimony. And again, I wouldn't be surprised if this lands in Governor Baker's desk, and you know, you're having you're having raids and you're having cops continuing to bust people. Like, I would not it would not surprise me at all. 
And then here's here here are my the rest of my comments in that thread. Many of these gray or black market people are providing a valuable service for patients and people that need this for medicine, especially if they don't have a dispensary near them or strains that they need. I only have one 25 minutes away in my county. Better prices too, but your point is well taken and I respect it and what you do. So again, I, I want to keep, I want to keep things professional. So, I mean, I'm, you, you're not going to get things done as an activist yelling all the time. So you do, you do have to be respectful when you're engaging your, your public officials. But I'm going to read this art. I'm going to read the article about what, what had happened with the latest cannabis control board meeting with, with Leah calling out the, the foot dragging and the, the tone deafness of it. No, no, let me, no, let me, let me actually read one more comment from the Reddit thread. Just typical white, smug, stodgy Massachusetts, to be honest. It's actually not like this in every other state. I've lived in a few other states. This is the systemic economic racism that Massachusetts is known for throughout the country and the world. People in South Africa mentioned it, it to me. South Africa in bold, in, in, in caps. And why black people don't fuck with Massachusetts teams like the Patriots, Celtics, Red Sox. Like, this is precisely it. This typical... This type of willful ignorance and commitment to civic and economic exclusion that is paramount. Within Massachusetts population, there is a great potential for cultural inclusion, diversity, progressiveness, and the state will literally shoot itself in the foot trying to make sure it never happens. Leah Daniels undoubtedly has black friends in other states. She's going to tell them about this, and they're going to say what they've always say. Racist ass state you should move. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't keep it secret. I'm, I'm a black person and I've, I've seen the racism and the, and the systematic, uh, racism in this state my entire life. I mean, I, it's, it's pretty apparent if, if you, you, you go outside to other cities and other states and I have, and you know, there's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a, it's a lot different. But yeah, there, there's a hell of a lot of racism in this state. And, you know, Massachusetts and Boston are infamous for it. And this was displayed perfectly by how they treated her. Like they, like, if, like, when you're, when, when that clip was happening at that beginning, she was acting like the, 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 the head commissioner, um, the head commissioner, commissioner, Hoffman was acting like she was like she had like an AR-15 and was going to mow down everyone when she was just calling to task what they were doing. But of course, they were they they were, you know, they they were too weak to sort of accept their own flaws. And, you know, the head commissioner and all the other commissioners except title stayed and listened to that speech you just heard. But now let's let's pan over to an article sort of wrapping this all up as to what went down. So I'm going to read that article right now. So this is from the Boston Business Journal. Canvas commission hearing dis disrupted by furious applicants decrying delays. 
by Jessica Bartlett. Standing in the middle of proceedings at Thursday's Cannabis Control Commission, Leah Daniels said she... She's been waiting for 610 days on the results of her cannabis license with the state and had no choice but to be out of order, end quote. The economic empowerment applicant said it has been more than a year and a half since she applied to open a dispensary in the state, and she hasn't gotten a response, quote, This is the most egregious insult that the CCC could have delivered, Daniel said during the meeting, her voice breaking as she pounded on the table with her hands. And you, CCC, are wondering why there is difficulty and poor inclusion with economic empowerment applicants receiving licenses, exclamation point, end quote. Daniel's outburst was the most dramatic of a number of complaints, most of them shouted from the audience at the commission's scheduled meeting on Thursday in Worcester. The group was confronted with stark frustration from several who said they are applicants under the state's economic empowerment provision. The state says there are 122 economic empowerment applicants certified as being from an area that was disenfranchised by the war on drugs. Such applicants are supposed to be given priority review for licenses under state law, yet to date none have opened. In response to the speech, the commission abruptly adjourned the hearing and then canceled the meeting entirely, delaying votes on 31 provisional licenses and other agenda items. Commissioner Titled stayed in the room to listen to the audience concerns, and Commission Chairman Stephen Hoffman returned several times to attempt to bring the meeting back under control. In a 15-minute speech, Daniel said she completed license. She, she's she's had a completed license submitted to the state by June 2019. Despite that, she said she didn't hear from the commission that her application was considered complete for more than three months until October. Since then, she said she's had to call the background check company and the commission multiple times to find out the status of her license. It's flipping shameful. This is this is why people don't like lawyers and bureaucrats. This is why people are like, oh, I, I, I don't like I don't, those darn bureaucrats or whatever. Or I don't trust the government or whatever. This is this is where this mistrust comes from. This is why people check out of local elections. That's why local elections are so dismal. And even, you know, votes for state gov for state governor, state reps or don't don't see that that much turnout is because they see their state lawmakers and their state bureaucrats subverting their will and and doing and fulfilling their own agenda anyway even even when they vote and even when they testify and even when they make their voices known they just drag feet and do what they want to do anyways this is why people don't trust lawyers this is why people don't trust bureaucrats she said that she has spent $375,000 in the past several months on her location while she's waited quote The way the CCC has handled or lack of handling this matter has violated my due process and caused grave detriment to the future of my company's earning potential, Daniel said. The lack of priority review has hindered my ability to participate in the nearly $400 million opportunity of revenue generated in this industry. As of Thursday, 22 of the 
of the state's 122 economic empowerment applicants had submitted at least one packet of the license application to the state. Five of those licenses from three applicants had been given provisional approval, though none have so far opened. Sane Adeji, the founder of Elevate Cannabis, said he was in a similar boat as Daniel's. While he's not an economic empowerment applicant, Adeje said as a 26-year-old black man, he wanted to show other people what was possible in the industry. But he said he's waiting to hear back from the state on three licenses in Athol, Orange, and Williamstown, two of which have been pending since twenty since April 2018. Wow. Yeah, the, the racism is the point in this Massachusetts, in this Boston. <laughs> Hoffman committed during the meeting to hold a hearing where applicants could voice their concerns, saying he would schedule one in the coming weeks. However, he refused to engage with Daniels, saying it would set a precedent for disruption. After the hearing, Hoffman said the commission had done a number of things to address the lackluster diversity stats in the state's industry thus far, including grant giving priority review to economic empowerment and making certain license types solely available to them. I want to respond to concerns. We just can't do it disruptively in the middle of the... Oh, come on. This is what you get paid to do, dude. If you can take the heat, don't take this job. You know, and when you're doing a bad job as a public official, we, the taxpaying citizen that pays your that pays your your six figure salary, we have the right to speak out and we have the right to call, take you to task. We have freedom of speech in this country. I want to respond to the concerns. We just can't do it disruptively in the middle of the public meeting or we'll never get our work done, Hoffman said. Listening to the comments, Title appeared on the verge of tears. She spoke with several applicants. Yes, like I told you, she's the only commissioner that cares. She was the only one that stayed throughout that entire speech, as you can see in the video. And I'm going to put the video in the description. She's the only one that's, that, that's, that, that actually has can, cannabis users in mind. Even though, like I said, like, like I said in that, um, tweet thread, even though I said I, I disagree with her, you know, she's, she is receptive to what we're, what we're listening to is what we're saying is cannabis users and she is on our side. You know, I still think she was copying please for, for her other commissioner because this bill's probably going to pass and this effort is probably going, Commissioner McBride's effort to re-legalize, I mean, to, to recriminalize cannabis to, to those who don't have millions of bucks. That, that plan's likely going to succeed. But, um, she, I mean, I, like I said, and I stick by this, I, I do think in that instance, she was copying pleas for her commissioner or other commissioner, but, you know, um, she, uh, but I do, I do think that she's the best out of the other, out of the other four people, but sadly she gets outvoted whenever she speaks up, you know, the other, the other restrict and limit prohibitionists outnumber her like, like four to one pretty much. And when she when she has a descending vote, it's always it's always four to one, you know, and there's never any other commissioner joining her and calling nonsense. It's, she's always outvoted four to one every single time. I, I, I've paid attention to enough of these meetings to know and to see that with my own eyes. She spoke with several applicants after the hearing. 
even offering Daniels a hug. Quote, the fact that people felt moved to interrupt a meeting says to me that they need to be heard, and they certainly deserve that respect to be heard, Title said. She added that while the state is well aware of the diversity stats, only 5.5% of businesses identified being minority-owned. It's different to hear the frustrations in person. Quote, even when it's the same information, it's always going to be different when it's a person saying it to you versus seeing it in a spreadsheet, Title said. Quote, I heard over and over today that people feel like they don't know where they stand, and that's concerning. While the commission resolved to address the concern, the meeting still ended on a tense note. God bless you. You're going to need it, Daniel said to the commissioner as as he walked out of the room. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. There you have it. The the racism and the cruelty is the point. And, you know, economic empowerment people are, are not getting the licenses that they were promised. And the state is dragging their feet. And again, it's it's on it's on purpose. It's not because they're swamped. It's not because they don't have the ability to to push these through. It's because they don't want to push these through. Restricting and limiting and continuing systematic racism in the state is 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 just the name of the game here. You know, I wish I wish it were different, but I've I've been proven over and over again through through the nonsense that the state does that it really isn't. And Leah Daniels was all of us this year and all of us in the past few years of of um, legalization implementation. She she I mean, she echoes our, our sentiments at, at how incompetent these restrict as limit commissioners are. And I wish there was a way we can drain the swamp, but there isn't, you know, um, the 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 these commissioners were appointed by the governor and the attorney general. And I think the treasurer of, of, of the uh, state of Massachusetts. And again, all, all three of those people don't like cannabis. So. Again, I mean, I'll give the dev, I'll give, I'll give Governor Baker his due for appointing title. But again, his other, his other picks were, were, were prohibitionists. His other picks and, and the AG's picks and the treasurer's picks and everyone else that, that has a voice in picking were all prohibitionists. Again, like I tell you, I always tell you, title, the one who was, who was actually hearing Daniel's speech, was the only is the only one that is that is aligned with, with with cannabis consumers, and again, she gets voted four to one in almost every single vote. So, so putting her on on the commission, although she does try to do her best, it, it really doesn't do much because she's surrounded by prohibitionists and restrict and limit type people. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are a few ways that you can do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for housing and equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Sativa podcast. You can also support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. 
If you are feeling extra generous, we have $5 and above tiers. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave me a voice message on Anchor. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast and click the send voice message button. And I may just play it on a future episode. You can also call and leave a voice message at the phone number 617-466-9389. That is 617-466-9389. And I may just play it on a future episode. If you are in need of some good CBD products, you can also check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp products. You can check them out by checking out this link, um, www.bit.ly slash 33FKRV9. And you can try the following coupon codes. Dog Treat 20 tincture 20 40 percent sign off iso and 15 percent sign off cbd and you can use those codes to get a discount on various cbd products on their website and if you're looking to get inexpensive cbd flour delivered to your door quickly and cheaply in new england check out bostonhempire.com where you can get frequent sales on CBD flour and other products such as tinctures and edibles as well too. Boston Hempire will get you cheap CBD flour delivered to your door in New England and the rest of the United States for a very very good price and I highly recommend their products too. Feel free to enter the URL https colon slash slash shop dot Boston Hempire dot com slash question mark ref equals d scotland peace out and ciao